to now try this the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try new things i'm marcus and that hawaiian shirt wearing beautiful man is nick how you doing nick i'm good tis the season it's you know it's funny it's like the coldest day it's been in like three weeks i was but, gonna say it's pretty chilly today <laughs> but i'm out of t-shirts and this was this is i only have sweaters so i have this or sweaters that's a good shirt marcus now try this two best friends i'm nick you're marcus we try things what does that mean that means every week we look back on our lives and think about the things that have touched us touched our souls touched our loins touched our minds and we make the other person watch and enjoy those things why why would we do such a fraughtless crazy thing because that feeling, that feeling of knowing you love something and having no one to share it with. We were sick of that feeling. Yeah. So now we force each other to try <laughs> those things and we force you all along for the ride at Hell now. Yeah. Try this cast to join the conversation. Patreon.com slash now try this cast to decide once a month what we're going to do. Like last yeah. time when we did winning time, the Lakers story. What's yes. the name of the show? Yeah, yeah. The winning the, time, the Lakers story. Yeah. Winning time, the Lakers electric boogaloo. That was given us by Tommy Hall. He donated $5, so he got to submit. And then everyone that donates just a dollar gets to vote on what we do. Now, next month is coming up. I'm excited to see what you guys give us. Remember, it could be something new. It could be something old. It could be something borrowed. It could be something blue. Or as gold. long as it's touched to you. No gold. Nick, I have to ask this question. What? Have what challenge have we done in the past that has touched your loins? We did one a couple of weeks ago. It was Man of Manhattan. That touched your <laughs> loins? Oh, JLo's hot. <laughs> there was a lot of mom me? comparisons in that in that episode. You were making those comparisons. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember which one of us you was. You were making them. You saying, were saying your you were saying your mom was like your mom was JLo. You said your mom was like JLo. Your mom was practically JLo. And I was like, JLo's hot. I want her I to be my that. mommy. I, I don't whatever. remember that. And, and <laughs> every week we do different things. And this week was Marcus's challenge to me. Marcus, what's this week? Nick, this week I gave you the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. I watched it a while ago and I really loved it. But then we had just like we took a break. We there's other challenges that were kind of like in my mind that I wanted to do instead. And so it kind of, you know, it took a back seat. And this week, I, I just really wanted to give it to you. I felt like I, it was a movie I enjoyed. I didn't want to get too far away that it was no mm -hmm. longer relevant. And I wanted to give it to you, hopefully, before, you know, Oscar season and all that stuff happens. You have a chance to watch uh, it and appreciate it. Oscar seasons is like eight months away. 100%. So you got to like it. You have to watch it now. <laughs> you have to watch it now and get ahead. That's get not ahead how that of the works. game. You get ahead of the That's, game, Nick. Oh my goodness. Well, Marcus, I hadn't seen it. I meant to, but I did not. And I'm excited you gave it to me. And we will talk here about it. But next week, we aren't going to do the podcast. But the week after that, yep. we are going to do my challenge. But before that, I want to tell everyone why we're not doing this. That's a lot challenge. of that before 
And then after that, and then next week. If you can't follow, that's your <laughs> loss. I like a little problem solving every time I listen uh, to it. It's podcast. like a, a math word problem. I got it. Yeah, exactly. The reason we're not going to be here next week is I have a show in New York City. Anyone that's around can go to the Magnet Theater next Thursday. I believe we're on at 9 p.m. My team is Meryl. You can see us come and make up a musical on the spot. Nice. Nick, give and us a little taste. Pretty good. Uh, give me a one word suggestion, please. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's five it's words. It's one pronoun. <laughs> give me one word. One word suggestion. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Eyeball. Eyeball. Thank you, eyeball. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be involved or do you want this to be? Nah, I'm good. I would just want to watch. I'm an audience. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've done it. I've recreated a man, but he has no eyes. <laughs> he cannot see the world I have created for him. <gasps> I could give him my eyes and my creation would finally see, but then I would not be able to see my creation. What to do? Then the music plays. Here I am. Just a man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had a plan. But then it ran away from me. Oh, all I have! Wow, that was good. Is oh okay, that's all you. Oh, that's oh that's no, all I wasn't cutting you okay. off. I'm, no. I so it's like sports, right? Like I'm I'm trying to <laughs> comment on your musical production. Wait, is that the how it's <laughs> going on? If we any of you come to my show thing. and narrate and, yes. and give me yes. a sport, but wow, it looks like Nick is taking the, the suggestion. Uh, well, he's doing a little jazz number. I, we haven't seen this before from Nick. His numbers are specifically targeted towards pop and a little bit of Latin hip hop. But this is something new that we've never seen before. Honestly, that sounds like a really, that'd be really funny. Next, Marcus, it's not going to be my next show because you can't plan improv. Okay. But now that I know that that's an option, at some point when one of my partners is going to be starting a scene, I'm going to uh-huh. pull up a chair on the side <laughs> of the stage and start. And it looks like he's inching closer to. Wow, I can't. <laughs> oh, let's. Okay, he's let's taking a suggestion from the audience tonight. Let's see what the audience has in store. Ooh, eggplant. Wow. Ooh, That's a tough word. The front row is not excited about that word, but I can see. But guys, New York City Magnet Theater, every Thursday there are different shows. I'm on this upcoming Thursday. So we will be on the Thursday after. Yes. And after that will be my challenge. Oh, Marcus, I have a couple different options in my head. And I feel like I just had one and I forgot it. Well, you know what? You wouldn't wait to do the I end want of the to if you nah, want. I, we've no, no, been changing no, no. the way help. we've been doing it. That won't help. That won't help at all. Do I want? Let me just walk you through my process. Okay. Do I want to give you something that's relevant that everyone's talking about? Do I want to give you something super old and funny mm-hmm. to do? Mm-hmm. Do I want to give you something that I actually have watched that I have been that I like that is new? Which one of the what's what what do I do? Which what so, do I do? You said new and relevant that you haven't watched yet. No, is that just what something you said? new and relevant. No, oh, something new, new and relevant. relevant. Okay. Something old. Something gold. Or something new that I've watched and been enjoying, but I don't know how good it is. That's interesting. It's not that it's not good. I like it. It's just no one's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious it's about that It's not like hip. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll do that yeah, yeah. one. Marcus, next week we are going to do the first season of a show called Starstruck. It is an HBO mm. Max original. Okay, got it. With with I'll tell you all about it next time why I'm giving it to you and uh-huh. how I came across it, yep, but babe. it's called Star Trek. We're watching the first season. Okay. 
Understood. I'll watch Starstruck. I feel like you've already watched it because you know a first season is small, or no, else you would Darren's be like, why a whole already. season? Ah, it seems so, like a Darren kind of show. Yeah, Darren's watched already, so I'll have to also watch it. Great. Mm-hmm. Darren says, oh, I Darren love loves the show. show. There you go. Great. This one's for you, Darren. Rose, Ro- Darren, that, uh, that was what I was going to. Uh, you took away my whole. Wow. Darren, Darren. That was my whole. That's why I watched it. I was going to reveal to Marcus. I was watching Taskmaster again. The the Rose person showed up in my feed a Starstruck. And I was like, I'm going to watch. You know what, Darren? You just do the show next week. I mean, I knew she was in the show, Nick. So if that helps that. Uh, you know what? I took Marcus, away the wind beneath your wings a little bit. What have you been up to new this week? What have you Nick, tried? New? You know what I've been trying? I've been trying to manage my life better and implement more things that I love doing. And uh-huh. that means that I've had less time to do things in general because I started running again. And running takes a long time, Nick. The prep, the setup, the cool. It, it the takes running. a long time. I am running yeah. and then I'm like, cool, I got home at 9 p.m. today. Nice. <laughs> but I want to do it. It's what matters to me. And I think it, it like this movie, you really have mm-hmm. to figure out what matters to you and what your Ooh, purpose is. Good segue. Thank you. That was Thank real you. nice. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I'm still mad at you, Darren, if you're wondering. All right. So <laughs> without further ado, let's get into everything, everywhere, all at once. Well, I have to think about it every time. You did everything, have to think about everywhere, it. Everywhere, like all at once. I like well, there's a lot of every face. words, right? Yes. Yes. That's true. Marcus. Can I tell you something? All this thinking face words. is going to give me jobs. This thinking face <laughs> is why I'm an actor and why Nick, I if, get paid. If you the have a bucks. pensive scene, I I think you'll get the role, role for sure. <laughs> 100%. If they give you sides I, that I, are just like you have to be pensive the whole time, you got it. Wow. That is a pensive man. Now, now you're too pensive. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> i heard uh, someone describe tom hanks as one of the reasons why he gets so many roles is because we enjoy watching him think so much that's fair yeah everything all everywhere all at once marcus what uh, is this movie uh looking at the wikipedia everything everywhere all at once is a 2022 american absurdist comedy drama film written and directed by daniel kwan and daniel Scheiner, collectively known as the daniels <laughs> who co-produced so it with the Rousseau brothers. Rousseau. Uh, <laughs> Rousseau brothers. <laughs> uh, Rousseau brothers. Rousseau. Rousseau. Marcus, can you tell me what this movie is? Because I have no goddamn I was going to say, I want you, before we even get into it, to try to give a synopsis in one sentence. Oh, my God. Marcus, I... Oh, my God. I, I have so much to say. I don't know if I can do that without <laughs> like, giving the game away. Let me think. Okay, so... Uh, everything everywhere all at once is a batshit crazy movie starring one of hollywood's premier actresses who decides to be a nobody but since you can't have a movie about a nobody you find out that there's a million better options of what this movie could have been out there in the universe. And we're going to show you what those options are through this really boring place. So you can last your criticism last time of multiverse of madness is that there wasn't enough multiverses. What's what's the, what's the one out of 10 on this multiverse levels? Were there enough multiverses for you in this movie? Were there enough multiverses for (laughs) me in this movie? Oh gosh. I think 
well multiverse madness on that scale was like a four right yeah, 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 like yeah. we agreed like there were sure there were because there were, I mean, four. There were, they were four, like, four but that doesn't mean the score four. has to be four no but i also would have braided it a okay four. okay fair enough it's fair like enough. a it's like a curve uh-huh, right uh-huh. like 10 would have been a seven right like, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah 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 you know so this one, I would have gave it because of how many universes we saw, uh-huh. even the tangential ones. Eight point eight. Wow, this movie gets an eight point eight from Nicholas Nevis. You heard it no, here first. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely loved it. That's a trap. We That's got a trap. That's against the law. You broke the law, Marcus. <laughs> I'm an Marcus, illegal baby. What it? I'm gonna. I usually ask you this, but I'm gonna tell you what I knew about this movie before. Oh we yeah. What did you? What did you know about the movie going into? Marcus, it? I knew that this was a movie. I saw the first, first, first teaser. I love Michelle Yao, so I was like, interesting. And then I avoided every other trailer since then because uh-huh. that's what that's how what I like to do. You know that. Yes, I yeah, try yeah. really hard. You can't do it for everything. I did it pretty good no. for Spider-Man. Some of those stuff I didn't I really didn't know was coming. Okay. You know, I try for the really big stuff. So I I but this wasn't a huge movie. So I was able to avoid all trailers. And it was especially cuz we haven't been going to the movies as much. Yeah. So I haven't seen anything. Marcus, this is the first time. The first time I've ever seen a newer movie at least since doing this podcast, mm-hmm. that I have regretted not watching more trailers. Wow. Because I was so unprepared for what this movie is. Marcus? Mm-hmm. Marcus, 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 Marcus. I didn't know this was a comedy. <laughs> I wow, that's had very no jarring. idea. That's very I had, jarring. I had no idea uh-huh. there were any make any funnies in this movie you're like oh this is a family drama i get it no 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 no. the first what makes it seem like it could have been like a john wicky matrixy and i i'm sure there were gonna be some silly but this movie the the best comparison to style is i would compare this movie to kung fu hustle and shaolin soccer with its humor like it just Uh it is absurd uh-huh. And it just goes in these weird and I had no idea that was coming. And I was so off. That's I was crazy. so off for so oh, much of this movie no. because I was like, what am I watching? Because I had no idea it was a comedy. Yeah. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure the trailers would have showed me sausage fingers, right? Like no, it's probably it's there. No, the, the trailers, I mean, I only saw this the one trailer also going into it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that it was gonna be a comedy, but I the second you oh, give man. me a little bit of comedy, I think because a lot of like horror, even though it's not intentional, has a lot of comedy oh, sure. in it. I welcome yeah. comedy in any movie. Like give me, give me comedy, even in oh, a drama. Same, or same, same, same. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think I think and I think it's categorically correct of most things we watch together. This kind of comedy. This is absurdist. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are more like ready for and uh-huh. open to when it comes. Like yeah. late night adult swim shit. Like sure. fucking weird yes. ass fucking. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. cool. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, you know yeah. I'll eventually get there. But 100%. like. Yeah. I mean, you I, watched I, Rubber I no and idea. you enjoyed it from what I remember. I loved rubber, <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it was happening right off the bat. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, you speak know, rubber friends, into uh, John Wick, it, yeah. you know, then I feel like oh, it's yeah. a little bit more jarring. I, I get what you mean. Oh, I was so unprepared. So that's what I knew about this movie beforehand. But uh, oh, gosh, I was not prepared. OK, so you watch so a lot of my review is going to start. That's OK. Confused. That's OK. <laughs> I, and very critical. <laughs> well, we can. So the absurdist thing is interesting, right? Because I feel like yeah. we can get into a lot of the movie, but a lot of movie has to deal with the philosophy of absurdism and the philosophy of nihilism, right? So, like, 
that makes sense that in a movie about absurdism, it is also an absurdist comedy. And I knew that that's what that movie, this movie was about, about three quarters of the way through. <laughs> I wish I had known sooner. I wish I really, really, really. It's one of the few times I was like, I, I really was going to try to go see it again because I did not know what this movie was. Yeah. Or what was yeah, happening yeah, yeah. until that three quarters mark when part two started. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Part two happens a little over an hour into the movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like, right? Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. That's Part about two right, right? is about an hour into the movie, yeah. Everywhere. When when Everywhere started, I was like, oh, I, okay, 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 okay. Because yeah, yeah. in part one, you know, who, you know what it is? It was the husband. It was 100% mm -hmm. the husband. Wait, what about so the husband? The husband was so jarringly ridiculous what are you talking about <laughs> from from he the was the sweetest man marcus he was I, a sweet little baby boy he did not start off that way he started with i'm from the it sounded like a power rangers episode he was like i'm from the alpha verse and we go oh, through oh you mean the alpha wayman matrix that's yeah, oh okay. yeah alpha wayman yeah, yeah. alpha wayman i'm saying yeah, those yeah, yeah. moments okay. the moments when they're explaining to me what the movie is it sounds like a power rangers episode and i was like i'll forgive some bad dialogue and i didn't know it was supposed to be funny i didn't okay. know it was a commentary okay got it, got it i didn't got it, got know it. so i was okay. like this is bad but i'll <laughs> let it go i guess because i like michelle Yao, and i'm sure cool stuff's gonna happen but like the way the like fucking <laughs> stupid ear things work uh -huh. and the explanation of like yeah. fucking cracking your head open or putting coke in your mouth or like fucking how to get to these worlds uh -huh. i was like none of this is making sense and it's stupid and then i realized it's supposed to be okay that, well, and then that's I was good. along for the ride. Okay, as long as you got there eventually, I feel like I did. There's totally people I'm sure who watched this movie and never got there. Oh, you yeah, know? Lexi, Lexi's one. <laughs> <laughs> Lexi came on the movie. Was like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> I'll tell you your whole her whole take later, but okay, the, she was okay. she was in that camp. So okay, so got we got it, a got viewpoint. It. We we see how it we I saw it firsthand. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I totally let's, understand. Uh, but. That. But there's so much in this movie. I, can you just start at the beginning for me? What happens? Sure. Yeah. Going? So basically the beginning, you start off in the laundromat and it's it shows Michelle. You. Yeah. 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 Michelle. Michelle Yo. Michelle Yo. Basically surrounded by papers. The family is preparing. It's a it's mother and, and husband. They're preparing to be audited and deal with the tax yep. filings. So they're having to get their paperwork together. And you kind of quickly see like their dynamic right she's working and and wayman is like focusing on getting like this party together and she's like kind of scolding him about stuff that's wrong with the apartment how messy things are how things are handling. oh why did you put the laundry in the house exactly you put it over yeah, here? yeah 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 uh. and she's also stressed out about her father because her father is around too and she yeah. doesn't want to be seen as a disappointment it's a um, prototypical immigrant that is not satisfied it's a story i feel like we've seen at least in Hispanic immigration oh, yeah, things yeah, yeah, all for the sure. time. Uh -huh. So I assume it's a trope with all immigrants because it's kind of that thing where it's like, we came here to do something and give you something. So it's like, yes. you're not doing yes. enough yeah. out of it. It's touching and on that for sure. Yeah. And it was, and it was, it was uh, there right away. Yeah. But it's also, I think, yeah, I, I was going to say it's also layered with the like specificity of their relationship because he you find oh, out yeah. later that he disapproved of their relationship as well. You know, yeah, so yes, like, yes. 
the fact that she's like, no, I want to prove that one, I came to this country and I did, I was successful. And two, yeah. like my relationship was worthwhile as well. But then she's doing to her daughter what she did, what she was done her generational trauma. Yeah. Right? But even before we get to that, yeah, I mean, you're right. But even before we get to meet the daughter, like you see divorce papers. Like, oh, yeah. it's like three minutes into the movie. They they show you the divorce papers. And yeah, the movie's smart with how it's um there's some some things in here that are fucking goofy and ridiculous, but there's some like just narrative things that they do like expertly. Like the like I I know so many rom coms or bad movies where I see a divorce paper and I'm like, okay, they're getting yeah, divorced. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, get yeah, it, yeah. movie. Yeah. But at no point did I feel that way. No, a hundred percent. I think that this movie chooses its shots really well. I think that oh, they yeah. are great cinematographers and that like everything is really put together well. And you can tell that's from like a great storyboarding process, you know, because everything is planned and you can see oh, that yeah. there's and, like no accidents. And even just to jump ahead, the the way I think the way this movie, even if you don't like it, mm -hmm. uh, which Lexi did not, I think it is obvious that and she agreed that the way this movie was filmed and handled and put together and edited was fucking great. You're never confused yeah. of what's yep. happening. The transitions all make sense. Mm -hmm. The flow is nice. The pacing is good. Yeah. Like all those things that we take for granted and we talk about here on the show a lot about not being good because people aren't good at it. They're like, let's tell a good story. I'm like, yeah, yeah there's yeah, more yeah. to it. They nailed all that stuff. They really all did. It. It's amazing because I think with a movie involving multiverses too, to, to have the audience not leave confused, especially with the yeah. way they're doing it. I mean, some scenes you have two universes being shown at the same time. There's shards of yeah. glass. Like it's a very jarring movie or could have been. The, but the it was big, handled the big so well. Bad, the big bads in all the universes at the same time. Exactly. It's like, yeah. That's hard to pull off. And uh -huh. I was never confused about it. Exactly. Which is so goddamn impressive. But like you said, after that, we see the, um, oh, speaking of what you just said, too, I want to touch on it, you know, active listing and all that stuff. The, what you said something about, like, it's sort of like the absurdist comedy nature of it, right? Like, I yeah. was actually, when on the rewatch, too, I felt like the first watch, I appreciated it all. I loved it. And I took it in. And I just loved everything. The rewatch, yeah. I was like looking at it more analytically. And mm -hmm. I saw that, like, a lot of it was silly and absurdist, but it was done in such a way that felt like it had heart and it had purpose because so much wow. of the stuff, like you mentioned, Adult Swim, right? A lot of the Adult Swim content is like silly and absurd and slapsticky for absurdity's sake, not necessarily yeah. with purpose or with intention or whatever. And this, I feel like even though the moments are very silly and yeah, sure, like when she flexes her finger and it has an ab muscle, like we didn't need to see that. But it is no. funny and it sort of adds to the whole style of the film and really makes those moments with heart work a little better because it has because it's a good movie with a good narrative and then has those absurdist things to kind of like fill it up a little bit. Yeah, I, I and I think I, I love that you said that. I think that's completely right. And I think that the like the Adult Swim comparison is 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 a great one. But a lot of those things and a lot of absurdist things are irreverent right mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's ironic it's 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 looking at the face of irony and saying it's dumb right and like looking into the void and screaming nothing's there but this movie is doing that same thing mm -hmm. but looking into the void and saying it doesn't matter that's nothing there because 
we can put something there. Yeah. Love. 100%. And this movie, yeah. no matter what is happening, whether it's the pinky, whether it's the sausage fingers, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, I, f- I feel like I wasn't there in the writing room, but I feel like a waypoint for them had to be, is it authentic? Is it sincere? Yeah. Is it serving our main character's path where we want to go by the end? And I feel like almost at every turn, that answer is yes. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the most ridiculous things are like the fucking raccoon thing is stupid and ridiculous. But Michelle Yeoh's journey in that universe of that path during that moment serves the story. Exactly. And absurdist things usually don't do that. Exactly. They forget about the story. They go yeah. silly and they focus on the silly thing. And that silly thing does not add to anything, right? Think about like Family Guy when they like break away to tell a, a non a completely non-relevant joke. Totally. And that joke is like five minutes long sometimes. And you're like, what <laughs> yeah. the f- what was that? That has nothing to do with the main point of the episode that we're watching. So it's it mm-hmm. feels like a lot of times it's like that. It takes away from the narrative instead of lending to it. But you're absolutely right. This had a level in sincerity darren's right sincerity and that like really added to the movie in every moment like you said in the writer's room they must have been like does this serve a purpose does this have intention must have been yeah and you see it in the film yeah agreed so from there we then meet the daughter mm-hmm. and we start to get a little inklings that something's going wrong like in the camera we see the husband run around for a second but we also know the trailer so we know like shit's happening yes yes but yes. it's not really and then you see that the daughter is a lesbian and michelle yo's character what's her character's name in the movie jesse leslie is... no evelyn 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 we're just gonna keep saying michelle yo's character Evelyn, it's Evelyn. Evelyn. I remember Evelyn, Evelyn okay, more Evelyn. than I do Eddie, <laughs> Michelle Yeoh. Evelyn's uh, does that thing where she's like, "I'm totally okay with the fact that you're a lesbian. I just don't know why you chose to be one." You know? Yeah. Where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. she doesn't even know what she's doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. But there's the subtext of that happening, and then they all pretty much the next thing after we meet a couple other side characters is we go to the audit place right and that's really where the movie starts to yeah start. yeah i mean you meet the girlfriend she's there oh and we meet the grandpa for a second you meet some random side characters in the laundromat the grandpa shows up yeah and then, then we... we're in the auditing portion of the film mm-hmm. and for a second i thought jamie lee curtis was just in this movie as the auditor and i thought that was really funny because she's a very big actress uh-huh. and I she came in. <laughs> And before I knew this was going to happen, I was like, oh, are we going to see like huge A-list actors and all these like small bits throughout uh-huh. this whole film? Oh, how interesting. And then there's no more A-list. No, it was just no, there's no, a lot more Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> she's pretty good, though. I like her great. a lot. She's fantastic. She yeah. did. She's she does such a good job at poking fun of she herself and not taking it too serious. While she also being so a good. fantastic actress. You know, yeah. there was uh, there's a scene where she jumps off the staircase and does this kick. She yeah. was actually the one doing the kick. They put nice. she was like, I want to be rigged up and I want to do this myself. And so they shot it and they had her wire it up and everything like that. And she did the stunt herself. And is I was very impressed. I love that. I love that. Too bad for the stunt person who did get paid that day. But no, they know, got I, paid also. They got paid also. I did that. They made sure I to say that. that in the interview I watched. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. Well, because usually stu- it's stunt performers get the shit out of the pole because if they don't work, they don't get paid. It's not yeah, a, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah. an actor. I'm You're paid to be on set and stunts aren't like that, even if they're not used. If an actor's not used, but you're paid to be on set, you get paid. Yeah. For being on set, whether you're on film mm-hmm. or not. Stunts only get paid when they're on screen. It's That's kind of interesting. Fucked up. 
That's pretty fucked up. I'm pretty sure that's right. Uh, I could be wrong. Who the fuck knows? That sounds I, right. You know, whatever. Let's say it's right. So they show up and, you know, they're not doing well. Yeah. But that, but, oh, but on the way there in the elevator was the first real moment of things where Evelyn and her husband, her husband pulls out an umbrella. Yes. Puts an earpiece into her. Mm-hmm. And says this weird matrixy. It's very Morpheus. Yes. You know, it's it's yeah. playing. It's making fun of that trope. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you instructions. You have to follow the instructions to do this thing, to get to this place, to do this thing. And I think this is a great place to talk about the husband. Wayman? Who is, name is Quan Ki-Hu. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that how you say his name? I think so. Ki-Hu Quan. I don't know. K-Quan. Also known as Jonathan Kwan. Jonathan Kwan. I vaguely knew this story, but I knew a lot more after watching this movie. Mm-hmm. So, and I just want to talk about it because it's such a cool story. Yeah. Where how Jonathan was in Goonies and Indiana Jones. And have you seen Goonies? Yes, I love Goonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Somebody hasn't seen Goonies. Forgot who. But I I loved him in Goonies. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never seen that Indiana Jones. You haven't given it to me yet. <laughs> I'm not going to give you that Indiana Jones. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> Oh, you didn't like that one? Isn't that the one that everyone likes? Yeah. I mean, it was fine. It was good. He was good in it. But I just don't like Indiana Jones that much. It's like, you give oh, me the first yes. one. I'm a white man. I'm going to take people's stuff. I had to give you the you first one. You made me watch the first one. Yeah, because I I felt the guilt of racism, and I needed you to be there with me. So that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> you dork. Anyway, he's this prolific child star, but then he didn't like Hollywood. He didn't like the parts that were there for him. He didn't think he would, Hollywood was taking him serious, so he took a back seat, and he wasn't fucking acting for 20 years. Yep. And the reason he decided to come back was because he saw Michelle Yeoh in Crazy Rich Asians, and he's like, we've done it. Yep. Here we are. I could be an actor again. And while technically there's another film that came out that he was a part of, this was the first thing he was cast in. And he, this is the first film he auditioned for it, come back and he got cast. And I dude, didn't miss a beat. I loved. He was husband. incredible. I absolutely. He was loved so him. good. He killed it. One of my, one of my favorite parts though, is when he was playing the normal husband, the uh-huh. universe, a husband, he still, he, his voice, he put on the same affectation of when he was a kid. So yeah, yeah. it sounds like him still. Uh-huh. He's got this like high pitched whiny yeah, voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, and it, like, I could, I could hear the goonies. I could hear him and I recognize <laughs> him. And I'm just like, it's so cool that, that like itch of that nostalgia is itch. Mm-hmm. But then when he's alpha, he's completely different. Yeah. And when he's all these other ones, he's completely different. And the one that made me think he is a phenomenal actor uh-huh. was not all these crazy universes. It's when he went to the Michelle. Oh, man. The Michelle Yeoh universe where she's an actor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he was in and that he, suit. And he was just like some mogul or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he just had money. I don't fucking know. And he was just like, I was just sitting there like. This dude can be fucking James Bond. <laughs> He's so smooth yes. and silky, but uh-huh. also this whiny guy, but also this action star. Yeah. And like, that's, and I don't know how many, that shit's acting, not the rock being acting. the rock in every movie, right? Like this is fucking acting. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. And I don't know how much of the stunts he did himself, but he, I think he did a good chunk of stuff. Cause yeah. it looked like a lot of him, but also he's the thing he's been doing in hollywood is he's been like a stunt coordinator and stuff yeah so like he can do stuff and like that level of like athleticism Mm -hmm. and stage presence and the going back between whiny and Mm -hmm. cool and him like making me care about him and his plight when he's like this quiet uh, man who like 
pays second fiddle to his wife and can barely even like stand up to her yeah but like the whole journey for him wow it, it's wow. incredible i mean he did a fucking phenomenal job all of the acting in this movie was incredible yeah. michelle yo is obviously like a fucking she's a whole conversation star she's amazing and yeah. stephanie too who played joy she was oh, yeah. just fucking incredible this is like her first she, acting role in a major motion picture mm-hmm. and she's been in um marvelous mrs mazel oh really she's you know mrs mazel's husband who she leaves mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah he she is his girlfriend in the current season uh, so she's in a good chunk of it okay but um, yeah but she's great in there she's amazing i was like i she's where great. did this person come from she's incredible <laughs> they originally wanted um aquafina to be in that role and I was like, hell, sure. after seeing this performance, I was like, nope, yeah. no, 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 no. I do not fine, think she would have been. It would not have been this. It wouldn't have had this, the heart that this movie oh, has. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This She is so sincere. And when she's being menacing and silly and like mm-hmm. Joker-esque, you know, yeah. uh, she sells it. She sells it so good. Yeah. But like you said, Michelle Yeoh, uh, I've always loved her. I've always thought mm-hmm. she was great. I love Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I love yep. Crazy Rich Asians. I've seen her in a couple other things. But like when people say like this is her like performance of a lifetime, I can totally see why, because she is firing on. Ev- I I could I couldn't imagine anyone else in this role and I couldn't yep. imagine anyone else delivering such a nuanced performance. She it's was amazing. Amazing. I, I can't believe what she was able to accomplish in this movie. Like she pulled off yes. every single fucking thing. Oh. every multiversal version of her she really yes. pulled off and i loved mm-hmm. it and like the, the hardest thing about this film from an acting perspective seems to be the switches in the universe right you are having mm-hmm. to be one person and then be a different person without changing anything about you they're not changing yeah. your outfit they're not giving you like oh i have a little curl and that's when i'm clark ken and nope i don't have a curl anymore and now i'm superman you know like there's no yeah. visual representation other than what the actor is bringing to the table for the changes and you can tell every single time they change and it's yeah. so easy to tell when it's happening too it's beautiful it was yeah. beautiful. And there's one there's one scene where they're talking over the cubicles and it's just their eyes and Wayman goes down and then he comes back up and he's Alpha Wayman. And you can fucking tell just from this much of his face that he is yeah. now a different person. Like, that's amazing. Which that was one of the things we didn't address in the movie because Al- Al- Alpha Wayman left her it's high and Wayman, dry. It's Wayman, Nick, with Wayman. the W. Sorry, Alpha Wayman <laughs> left her uh, high and dry. Is it? I thought it was just their accent. No, it says Wayman in IMDb credits. Alpha Wayman, you're right my fault waymond leaves her high and dry because he thinks she's not the one she's looking for yeah but yeah then she pulls it off and comes back it's like i knew you can always do it uh-huh. i'm just like no you did it you fucking <laughs> left her ass you're a fucking he asshole 100% and it was her. never that was the one thing i was like you never, you never get, really call him that. out yeah yeah, <laughs> call yeah, him yeah, out. yeah yeah he's an asshole alpha uh-huh. wayman sucks <laughs> no alpha wayman uh, is looking no, for was great and they read you know, but that was one plot point where i was like you left her to die <laughs> yeah they could have said something about it she could have been a little bit upset <laughs> yeah but there was a lot going on to be yeah. super fair yeah, yeah. there was a yeah. lot going on but basically then alpha wayman starts to introduce the conceit of the film where they can jump and connect mm-hmm. to other versions of themselves if they do something that this version of them would never do but that that version of do would so you can connect to them and take on their traits a la matrix i know kung fu sure yeah yeah 
And w- because of that, the reason Alpha Wayman is there is because <laughs> the reasoning is so fun. But because they need this Michelle Yeoh to fight the big bad, mm-hmm. which is called Jobu, Jobu Tupaki. Tupaki. Yeah. And that's the that's the film. Then them mm-hmm. trying to fight Jobu Tupaki and put the world back together. Yeah. And you find out that Jobu is Joy, the daughter. And Alpha Joy. you yeah. explore all these multiverses. And it's really interesting. And it's, I mean, the the journey through the multiverses too, I felt was like handled so smoothly. Yeah. It didn't feel like super weird or jarring. And I was watching an interview and it was really interesting because the Daniels said that when they were thinking about the multiverse and doing a multiverse movie, they were like, what are these other versions of themselves that they're going to jump into, right? And they wanted specifically to choose people who weren't like the best at anything like you know like they're just people who are good at something and you're using that something to then get what you need in the situation right like she uses knife skills by going to a she goes to a hibachi person exactly yeah Yeah. because in real life when if you were to jump into a different version of yourself they're probably not Superman. Probably not. Probably yeah. not Superman. So Though there are a couple of super things. In the, the, yeah, but like the fact that she goes into a singer so that way she can have increased lung yes. capacity and make it through the the room that's filled with gas. Like yeah. the, all those little things. Yes, they're used to sort of like a superhuman degree, like she the Kung Fu and all this stuff. But it is still like it is a basic thing that the person is really good at, which is more realistic than jumping into like a superman universe or something yeah one of my favorite aspects of the movie is the is the part where she disconnects with alpha wayman and she is like let me just do something random and hope i get a good version of me and she gets a whole bunch of bad versions of her yeah 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 i love or that work where it's like the sign the sign michelle the sign spinner was so good yeah so dumb it was so good yeah (laughs) yeah 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 exactly and even the hot dog universe right so they go into universe where apes evolve into hot dog finger people instead of having the fingers that we have now and that ends up being one of the most crucial ones exactly (laughs) because in that one she just happens to be a lesbian Uh uh-huh yep and she happens to be in love with the insurance jamie lee person the irs lady and so like that teaches her like oh maybe there's a universe where i could love this person where we aren't mortal enemies why can't that universe be this one yeah and also why Am I a bigot against my daughter? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm glad she got there, you know, Mm -hmm. but the whole the whole conceit of I think one of my favorite aspects of it was and you you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but how at the end of the day, a lot of what this movie is about is about grappling with the nihilism of living as an ordinary person because someone who suffers from depression is Mm me. A lot of people do, but I, I really I really do. And that feeling is so hard to capture it's mm-hmm. so hard to put into words and to context and you know it's hard sometimes it's really hard for me to relate to other people because i usually what i'll do is i'll mask it i'll tell a joke i won't let people know what's going on yeah uh, you were there the moment that our old roommate told one of my bosses i had depression <laughs> yeah uh, and, you got and they were shocked to find uh-huh. out and yeah, yeah, in yeah. his view because he saw how i live my life he was like everybody knows and i was like nobody knows 
I'm incredibly good at hiding it. Nobody yes. thinks I'm depressed. And that and so that's something that I'm always looking for, trying to find a thing to relate to. And in this movie, the way it handles that bagel of nothingness that yeah. we all have and we're all dealing with. Somehow in this stupid movie with sausage fingers and mm -hmm. sign spinning, it like really rocked home. I'm glad. really rocked home the because it was using the absurdness in this, right? Because yeah, yeah. nothing matters. Like this movie yeah. said, hey, nothing matters. And we were like, no, that's not true. And then it said, no, nothing matters. And we we're like, oh, we're the movie. You're right. Nothing matters. But then the movie like pays itself off and says like, but it doesn't matter. Nothing matters because you get to live your life. And I'm just like. <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. so so i think we're jumping around a little bit and so for the audience yeah. i know you know this stuff so I'm, but for, for the audience if somebody's listening to our show that's ever watched this movie kudos to you can you can you tweet at us at <laughs> i really want to know who you are so we're gonna I go really over so There's a people. couple of things we meet jobu and jobu talks about she introduces michelle yo to the concept of the everything bagel and it is a black hole that will suck up all of the multiverse, right? And her goal is to be sucked up by it and to get everything sucked up into it, right? Yeah. And so then she's like trying to convince Basically Evelyn. Basically commit suicide. Exactly. And trying to convince Some Evelyn to join suicide. her in that. Yeah. And so Evelyn in the beginning is fighting against it because she believes that that's dumb, that's dumb right and then once she has access to the multiverse and she sees yeah the she grand... awakens she awakens her to be like jobu she is able exactly, to be yeah. in every place at the same so time so once she is at every place at the same time she's able to see the universe for what it is and she realizes that it's futile and every and it's not worth it and everything is meaningless yeah so then that's that's sort of the point yeah you know, and then she has that breakdown where she goes to the different universes kind of messing things up, right? Like she reveals Rakakuni. She like yeah. uh, tells the other woman that she doesn't want to be with her. Because the nihilism's gotten to her. The nihilism's exactly, gotten yeah. to her. She sees, oh, right, nothing matters. So fuck everything. Exactly. Yeah. And what I like about that this movie does is that the movie doesn't say that nihilism is stupid and you're stupid, right? Like it's it yes. makes a sympathetic character of Evelyn and shows that like, it is easy to fall into the trappings of nihilism. It's easy yeah. to look at the universe and it's say, reasonable. Yeah, it's easy to think that nothing has any inherent meaning, right? Yeah. And so, like, that's sort of where you get into the nihilism versus absurdism thing, right? Nihilism is looking at, it's just saying not, not, everything's meaningless, right? Mm -hmm. But whereas absurdism is everything is meaningless, and that's awesome because you are not beholden to anybody. Yeah. You, get to decide your own fate. And that gives you freedom to decide what meaning there is to life. Mm. And so that's sort of where it kind of turns. And it's like, look, and it, it, you know, some people also call it positive nihilism, where you like say there's no life, there's no meaning in life, but so I get to decide what the meaning is. And so those two things together, I feel like are the core tenet of the movie, right? Like, like you said earlier, yeah. it takes a look at nihilism and then it's like hey well what if what if we take a more absurdist approach to it and we're looking at, at it through that lens and you get to decide what you care about you get to decide what is beautiful hmm. 
And even other yeah. philosophers look at nihilism and they're like, I mean, it, look, you, you've you met nihilism, nihilist before, right? At some point you've talked. I feel like in the nerd community, yeah, you. anybody who loves the Joker too much is a nihilist. Right? Oh, sure. <laughs> but sure. like you you talk to nihilist. I'm an absurdist. It's different. <laughs> but honestly, you're saying that you're saying that but <laughs> you explaining this is like is explaining to me the difference that I didn't understand. And uh-huh. it's letting me understand you a little better. I appreciate that. That's good. <laughs> It's that's true. I mean, because because you uh-huh. we have we have been friends a very long time. And yeah, I know that's something that you've grappled with. You've shared with me and you've you know, you've talked about is like, mm-hmm. you know, you have your own mental struggles. But one of them is, you know, what matters? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, what's important? 100 percent. Yeah. And like sometimes, you, said- you know, you you know, nothing matters. So that's a problem. And you, but you know, but you know, mm-hmm. that's a problem. So you're like, I know things are supposed to matter. So like, let me fix this. A hundred percent. I feel like also someone who, I mean, it's more PTSD on my end than depression, but depression yeah, yeah, yeah. is caused by, you know, my PTSD. So it's like with that knowledge, right? Like you go through so much bullshit, you have a hard life and you realize that none of it, like, what was the point of it? Right? Like nothing matters. And and I feel like a lot of people get to that front. They get to the point where they are faced with nihilism and a lot of times depression, right? Because like a lot of times nihilism will come from isolation, whether it's actual isolation, not being around people or isolation of uh, just mental isolation, feel like you were alone, right? So when that happens, I feel like that's where I was at. And so I was struggling to find, I mean, I've been uh, suicidal and all that stuff in the past. And so like, I feel like I struggle with finding meaning in life. And so with sort of like, the absurdist values of like deciding that you get to decide what the value of your life is. I mean, that yeah. personally helped me out a lot, you know, with my own struggle with like depression and, and you know, all of that stuff. And, and this so, movie is doing that. This exactly. It's a big metaphor for all that stuff. 100%. And this movie takes you through that journey too and it holds your hand through it and says like, there's more. It holds your hand through it. At yeah. the end. It takes you yeah. on that same journey that people do. I mean, we're in the nerd community. And unfortunately, the nerd community is filled with like a lot of nihilists. It's filled with a lot of like Joker loving edge lords who, yeah. you know, believe that nothing matters and they do stupid shit because of it. Yeah. And I like and I think they should all watch this movie because <laughs> I feel like this movie, you know, it really takes you on that journey and you get to see through a sympathetic lens what michelle yo is experiencing i love it yeah and i think I, I i love what you said about thank you for sharing i love what you said about the movie holding your hand through it and i think it goes back into the sincerity and it goes into it couples with everything we've been saying michelle yo's acting mm-hmm. the relationship between her and her family the the way the movie painstakingly makes sure to never lose focus that mm-hmm. michelle yo's journey is why we are here and it holding our hand through this very complicated, very sad, sometimes very real, honest evaluation of the human condition. Right. Yeah. And it's it's so dumb because this is a stupid movie with sausage figures, <laughs> and spinning signs and fucking cr- raccoon heads and like yep. crazy stupid yep. things and also it's a kung fu movie with this oh fighting yeah we haven't even talked about fanny, the fact that it's we a haven't kung talked fu about movie. any of the fighting <laughs> it, there's so much happening and yet when there's so much happening it never loses sight it always remembers what's important and at the end of the day i think it all comes down into one of the later scenes which i think is one of my favorite scenes of the movie which is the michelle yo's character who 
it's the she's in the universe that's just a little different than hers so like they finish the audit the right way yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she is talking to joy and joy is telling her i'm leaving like mm -hmm. she left and it's michelle yo in real time saying okay go and then going to all the different universes and looking at all the parallels and then coming back and saying wait no don't go and like holding her and embracing her yeah. and like accepting her as her daughter and like it's like a almost a 10 minute sequence mm -hmm. because it's like that narrative that one scene monologue -y scene work between the two of them while also going to the rocks and going to the fight and going to yeah. this and going to that and going to the bagel and going here and going everywhere but like it's all grounded by this like real conversation that any of us could have with a parent you know yeah yeah and I, like you said it's holding our hand through it i love that you described it that way because that's how i felt watching the movie there's this whole aspect of the movie that is a mother and daughter relationship that is just like i mean a family dynamic right because waymond is there too and at the end yeah, they Waymond's kind of realize too. that Rick waymond is kind of like living life the right way <laughs> Yeah. You know, and that they He's should be kind out. of inspired by him a little bit more than being dismissive of him, right? Totally. Which is a problem a lot of people have, right? Like a lot of people have this sort of like issue. A lot of like people who think they have big brains are like, oh, they're so ignorant. All these idiots. Like, oh, if only they knew nothing mattered, then they wouldn't really be enjoying life the way but they But the truth are. is they do. They just made the choice to be happy, to like look at the sun should just like enjoy the journey and just like be okay with it right 100 percent, yeah being okay with their lot in life and saying okay if this is what my life is then let's live it yep 100 percent. you know and that's what wayman's doing and it's great and yeah. so yeah and you have this i mean the mother-daughter stuff is really oh, beautiful in this movie it's like, really great i it's obviously it's been done in other movies before but has it done been done in a kung fu movie <laughs> Has it been in a Kung Fu Matrix parody of comedy <laughs> multiverse movie? No, it, it definitely is not. It's it's the heart and, and the driving force of the entire movie. Yeah, there's all this like philosophical stuff too, but it is like really just a mother-daughter story because even yeah. though nothing matters, you find out that like the real reason that she went on this journey is because of her mother and her mother like forced her to oh, go yeah. through all these experiments and like experience the multiverse all at once and it drove her crazy which is a metaphor for the generational trauma uh -huh. of her doing to her daughter the same thing that her father did to her a hundred percent yeah it's just there exactly and it's beautifully woven into yeah. this weird kung fu sci-fi movie yeah and it's fantastic only... that they were able to do that the only comparison of late that I can think of is Encanto. It's a stupid fucking musical Disney movie, but somewhere in there, it's talking about fucking generational grief. Mm -hmm. And you're mm -hmm. like, how did you do that? <laughs> and in this movie, I'm just like, we're going around doing these crazy things. And I was like, how did you just do that? How did you? Yep. Just and yep. here's the thing. As this movie was happening, I didn't know it was a comedy. I finally yep. started to accept it. Here I was. I didn't know it. if this movie didn't do this ending and this wrap up and all these things as well as it did. I don't know if it would have got me by the end. I don't Fair. know. Like, yeah. I enjoyed some of the ride, but I, now I will talk about why Lexi didn't like the movie. Okay. And at the end of the movie, she said, I didn't care. I didn't know why we were there. And I was like, I see what happened. And I explained it to her. And I hope she she probably thought I was like being condescending. I didn't mean to be. But <laughs> I, I basically explained to her. I was like, hey, you just haven't seen enough sci-fi. You watch the movie. And then once they explain the sci-fi to you, you're like, okay, cool, whatever. And then what more movie? And I was like, 
and there was nothing else. And I was like, no, sci-fi movies are never about the sci-fi. A okay. good yeah. sci-fi uh, movie okay. Fair has enough. nothing. It's not about the time travel. It's not about yeah, the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about the space. It's about the humans underneath. And if you've seen enough sci-fi, mm-hmm. Star Trek, Star Wars, fucking yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. in between, you know that the science doesn't matter. The yes. science is stu- is superfluous. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they info dumped it. Uh, Alpha mm-hmm. Wayman told us all of it right away. Get it out of the way. Exactly. It's stupid. It's dumb. So we can focus on the humans. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> it's like maybe she just didn't like it that's fine yeah that's, that's totally fine but, but i think that's uh, exactly I think that's, that's a part of it this is um this is a movie that's it's a very sci-fi movie mm-hmm. i feel like a good film will use the genre as a vehicle to tell a good story it doesn't yeah. matter what it is but they'll use it they'll use its tropes whatever and just tell a good story totally. anyway totally get out is a great example of using horror movie to say a very poignant important mm-hmm. message you know mm-hmm. that's not like it at all you know yeah it happens all the time yeah uh we we uh like you said we we passed over the kung fu uh, just another moment Ooh. to talk about michelle yo and how amazing she is like i didn't know i watched an interview after this i didn't know she was a dancer she oh, grew up a tra- trained dancer and she had a spinal injury or something oh wow that made her stop dance. it's like she would have been in a ballet company she was like amazing and like gonna do that that's but crazy she couldn't. so then she became an actress and I was watching her on Jimmy Kimmel, and she said in one mo- a movie, she saw – she named two people I don't know, but she saw them doing it, and she told the director, I want to try that. And for some reason, the director let her, and then from then on, she, like, talked about Jackie and Jet Li and how she followed down that path, and she's been, like, doing her own stunts and doing all that stuff. That's pretty like, cool. It's so yeah. amazing how, you know, that's, you know, she's, that's how she got there because she was a failed dancer. That's and I just love that. Crazy. About also, rewriting your own history. Very relevant to the movie and the multiversal aspect of it, right? The little choices could like lead yes. to an entire path that you didn't realize. Mm-hmm. In the, in the film, in the oh. version of herself that she's an actress, is that's the version that she knows Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I loved that. When I, when we, we went to that world, I, I was sitting there in the seat. You could ask Lexi. I was like, no, no. One of these user universes is not Michelle Yeoh that we know. And then it literally was. And it showed us like pictures of her on the red carpet. Yep, 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 and yep. those weren't new for the movie. No, those they are were her not. from being on the yep, red carpet. Yep, yep, yep. And I absolutely loved that aspect yeah. of it. It's It was so meta. It was so uh-huh. good. And that was one of her best fighting ones that she knew. And it's yes, yes. The one we know now as yeah. being Michelle Yeoh, who is a fantastic martial artist. Mm-hmm. You know? that's, that's incredible. This also isn't the first multiverse martial arts movie have you watched jet lee's the one oh yeah there are a lot of parallels between this and jet <laughs> i love jet lee's the one i love jet lee's the one also it's pretty good it really needed a sequel was the biggest mistake i think that movie made like, i think it, it like, needed to be a better movie with a plot that wasn't just like had a plot <laughs> there were two jet lee's left <laughs> There were two Jet Li's left. I wanted to see the final showdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you remember the any of that movie? The any of the movies they send the evil Jet Li to a universe with a tower with like a million people, and he was fighting his way all by himself up a tower to like escape while the other Jet Li was with the girl from Watchmen, like no. at a pet store and the like movie, living her life. I thought the and movie I was ended. like, give me the sequel. I thought they fought. They they did, but he won, but he didn't die. He got sent to a uh, universe that was like empty. And like okay. just it was like Mortal Kombat. He was just fighting random people. Good okay. Up. I really okay. feel okay. very strongly about me really liking that movie and it really not having a sequel. Like it totally should have been. I mean, but the plot of that movie was Jet Li 
is getting stronger randomly. He's like, what the fuck's no. going on? And he finds out oh, that yeah, 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 there's yeah. another version of him that's going through multiverses, <laughs> killing all the Jet Lees. And as the Jet Lees die, they get more powerful. And so <laughs> when there's one Jet Lee left, then he will be the he'll most be powerful being. Yeah, he'll be he'll God. He'll be God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved that movie. It's good. <laughs> but but speaking of, I think I think the movie it really could have made Michelle Yeoh do way more, but it would have been like against the point of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but every moment when Michelle Yeoh taps into a universe or does a thing mm-hmm. and is like, oh, I don't know. And then, and like just hits that pose yeah, or hits that yeah, stance yeah, yeah, or yeah. throws a hand. It's so, she's so amazing and she's graceful incredible. and strong mm-hmm. and like, I don't want to compare her to anyone else, but I will in this moment just to say I see no different. I'm watching her do this shit when me watching Jet Li or Jackie Chan. She is like a contemporary and she is like yeah. standing with them side by side 100%. in my head. Uh, 100%. What, what she did in this movie and what she's done. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yep, yep, yep. She is a, a great in the Kung Fu like world and i love it it's amazing and i love that she got to do this movie yeah i I also love that a lot of the humor and a lot of stuff was like kind of like little droplets of it throughout the whole movie i feel like nothing was maybe maybe some of it but like um, nothing was really like thrown at you out of nowhere i feel like if you watch the movie Mm. you know i was supposed to be watching a second time it's like okay you see all the sort of circles and the bagels like throughout yeah. the movie, you see the googly eyes, which is sort of the inverse oh, sure. of the everything bagel. It is the 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 bagel hole, you know, that is missing. And it is like so interesting to see all of that stuff. A lot of the jokes they'll mention beforehand too, like Rakakuni. They're talking about Rakakuni and they're like, you mean Ratatouille? And it's like this whole joke. Then they jump to a multiverse where it is Rakakuni. <laughs> I love that. It's such smart writing. It's such good filmmaking. It's yeah. such a good payoff. It pay- uh-huh. Everything pays off. Everything pays off. Yes. That's what happens when you have foresight and you oh, plan everything. It's they amazing. pass the sign spinner on the way to the IRS building. That's a great that. thing. I didn't that's even see so that. Good. Yeah. That's amazing. <sighs> yeah. The fact that's, that they were able amazing. to drop everything off in a way that they pay it off later is yeah perfection that's like a david finch film it's like a fucking next level like the people we talk about as being mm-hmm. like the best directors in the world yeah the they can expertly make a good movie but have been doing all this stuff behind the scenes like yeah subconsciously totally. i'm so, so excited to watch more of this of like their films because it's like i liked swiss army man but it was i liked like, it too i you know i don't know if i would ever have to watch it again it's just a movie that was an indie movie it felt yeah. like them beginning to get their sea legs and figuring exactly. out how to do this thing yeah but this felt like wow they really fucking did it and it, this movie yeah. budget wasn't that big i think it was like 2.5 million or something like that no way i they did not make this was. movie for 2.5 25 oh. million yeah whoa oh, 25 million okay that's so small yeah yep 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 I such a small little fucking movie i guess there weren't there were some really cool effects but a yeah. lot of it was like pretty practical pretty in camera yeah but they, relying on the actors doing physical things really well they were talking about so. how they use a small team i think like i feel like the special effects team was like three people or something like that and it was like wild wow. how tight everything was i mean to think i mean that makes sense the alpha verse always always a van exactly yep yeah you know, yep. that's smart filmmaking yeah when you they're doing all money. the kung fu he's fighting with yeah. the fanny pack like 
<laughs> I loved that. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. How smooth and sharp it was. It it just it never the movie is so ridiculous and it's so silly and dumb, but at no point did it not take itself seriously. At yeah. no point did it think itself be, being the joke. And that was amazing. Oh yeah. Um Darren says what? so she was reading an article. Raccoonie, the raccoon they used, was a real taxidermied raccoon. It was a dead raccoon that they taxidermied, and they rigged it with animatronics. So it was like this weird cyborg. (laughs) That's so cool. Cyborg raccoon. (laughs) Who's fucked? I love that. That's so cool. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And even the movie, like, it just felt like such a special movie, them breaking it up in three parts it i don't know how it That's felt true, like an yeah. art tour indie movie but it also felt like a mainstream action superhero mm-hmm. movie but it also felt like a comedy it also felt like a kung fu movie like once i realized what it was i will say i wish i knew what it was Fair i was enough. really thrown off for a good half hour hour of this movie as it was just getting dumber and dumber and dumber and i uh-huh. was like what is this a Power Rangers movie? Is this fucking... And then it got... And then I was like, Kung Fu Hustle, Shaolin Soccer. They're taking yeah, everything yeah, yeah. serious. It's absurd. I under... Oh, I got it. You got it. You got, I it. got it. I'm glad yeah. you got there eventually because I was like... It's so funny. Easily so not. When I watch these movies for the podcast, I have to think of what you're going through while you're doing it. I'm sure you do the same thing when you watch stuff. <laughs> every but time. I, every I'm time. watching this. I'm like, what is... I wonder if Nick could handle like this movie. I think I think so. I yeah. think he'll like it. But it's just like so funny not knowing what you're going to go into. It. And sometimes dumb things too, right? Like there's a moment where it shows the credits in the middle of the movie. And I'm like, I know Nick didn't do this, but there's technically a chance that Nick turned off the movie. <laughs> the- I said in theaters. <laughs> So I knew how long it was and how long it was supposed to be. But no, I but but again, that was like just it was so confident in their jokes. Like that's Mm -hmm. a funny. It was a funny joke. It's a funny moment, you know. But honestly, I think one of my favorite universes, one of my favorite things about this movie, and Lexi agreed, and who didn't like this movie very much, were the rocks. Oh yes, the rock scene was incredible because it was a it was a joke, and then it paid off. It was stupid because they were bouncing through the universes. Stupid thing. And one of the universes was a couple rocks. Yeah. And it was just one throwaway joke. It was 100%. dumb. Back to our point earlier. Back to All it. the dumb shit matters. Every All the dumb one. shit matters. They didn't show us anything yes. stupid for no reason. The oogly eyes, everything. Uh-huh. And then they went back to the rocks and you had to read the narration uh, on the screen because rocks can't talk. Yeah. And it was one of the most honest conversations between a mother and daughter that I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> and it was between two rocks and the way the rock move around with the oogly eyes and yes. like trying to get closer. Closer and, closer. Yes. and she's like you're not supposed to move this is the rock universe and she's like and she's I'm like get i you. do what i want for my I would yeah. get you. I would get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it was so amazing that you're right every every mm-hmm. dumb thing paid off it which, really did which also back to the absurdism thing absurdum or absurdism was created in sort of like a book by this philosopher called like the myth of sisyphus or whatever and they talk about Sisyphus a lot, like rolling up the boulder up the hill and that sort of like life oh. is pointless and all this stuff. Yeah. And then you can just mm. choose. They're like, if Sisyphus just chooses to not do that, like Sisyphus is a metaphor, obviously in the myth, he can't. Right. But like yeah. in the real world, if we are using it as an allegory for ourselves, which is what the myth is for. Right. You could just choose not to do that. <laughs> you have the freedom to not roll that fucking rock up the hill. If you think your yeah. job is monotonous, if you think whatever, like there is an amount of freedom you have to not do that. Yeah. And you can tell, but you can also push the rock up the hill 
Because you want to. Sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. If you want that's to do that, the, the then choice. you can do that too. That's, exactly. That's the, the choice is the thing. Uh-huh. So so the them having the rocks and then at the end, them choosing to sort of roll down the hill, I think was also them taking that metaphor into account. Yeah. A letterbox announced that it briefly took took the number one spot amongst rated movies along the website, alongside The Godfather and Parasite. Oh, um, wow. In June, in June, it still remains in the top 10. That's amazing. That's pretty amazing. It's a great film. I loved it. Film. I'm glad I got to share it with you. 95% of Rotten Tomatoes right now. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. What's a fan score? 8.6. What? No, that's the average rating. I was I was looking oh, at Wikipedia. Okay, I wasn't right, looking at okay. Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Rot. <laughs> Tin tomatoes, everything all at where oh well once. It says ninety five percent and eighty nine percent audience. Okay, that's, that's good. That tracks. That that's tracks. great. Uh huh. So I great, mean, but that tracks. Yeah. Some Is there people watching the film. Uh, 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 oh yeah, some people watching the film are making that face. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get that low? Have you been gradually sinking? <laughs> I put Lexi's chair in my <laughs> office so we can both play a video game. Yeah. And yeah. then I never took it out. So nice. now I got this like fancy ass nice That's what chair I want. That's my office. But it's too low. This is me sitting in it normal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is me sitting normal. And I'm yeah, like yeah, up yeah. here like doing my mouse yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I've been sitting on my legs this whole time. Uh, but okay, it looks right. It. And it's it looks honestly normal, I, for sure. I usually sit on my legs. I'm comfortable that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's like a big butted seat. It's like this big as the uh -huh. seat. Uh huh. That's uh, how you I'm do kinda it. Kind of comfy. I don't know if Lex is getting her chair back. I'm so I feel so bad. It's yours now. Property I... of now. Try this. I put in a couple of wheels. Good to go. Fuck, dude. You can do but it. Marcus, I I don't know if there's anything else because without going, I'm sure there's more to say, but we'd have to go beat by beat through the movie to talk everything because it was just such a whirlwind. I couldn't. I can't think of any more specifics I would want to talk about about mm -hmm. the movie. Yeah. Everything yeah. was great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. Apparently, Jenny Slate's character was originally referred to as Big Nose in the theatrical release. Due to associations with Jewish stereotypes, the character's name was changed to Dog Mom in the credits for the digital release. Uh, good. Good. Glad they good. made the choice. During pre-production, Jackie Chan was considered for the starring role. I remember that. Yeah. But they changed her mind and reconceived the lead role as a woman feeling would make the husband wife dynamic more relatable yeah and when it was rewritten the character was named michelle wang and then michelle Yeo says if you ask the daniels when they started on this draft they focus on well we're doing this for michelle Yeo." <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also also great. randy newman was the voice of the raccoon raccoon who Dan uh, randy newman really yeah the friend in me that's okay. so silly that's so silly i love it oh i love it goodness. i love it I, you know what i hope this like really leads to a lot more roles for jonathan Kwan because he was fucking well, fantastic he, he was I mean, gone for 20 years he came back he yeah. got a starring role in a huge film uh, michelle yell's fantastic and i'm assuming she'll right. be cast in more stuff so that's why i'm not really mentioning her i do want to see her more stuff obviously but i feel she's like she's always he, been in stuff but i think since crazy rich asians i think she got that was the movie that she she is now just an a-list actor there's no more mm -hmm. quantifiers i'm sure yeah, she yeah. was on the echelon but there was quantifiers she's like as a chinese kung fu actress she is one of the top actresses yeah, yeah. but i now think she after just crazy Rich Asians, and now this i think she's just at least in hollywood's of, eyes not our eyes i think it's, so yeah, yeah, yeah. for the audience i want to in hollywood yeah she, she's <laughs> hollywood always eyes. been yes 
yes, yes. <laughs> yes, thank you for the clarification. Uh-huh, I didn't uh-huh. realize this was A24 either. Oh, uh, man, A24 really kills it. They're making a lot more movies now, so not all of them are great That's anymore. I was about to say, but... they used to really kill it. Now, as of the last couple of years, I feel like I've been like, six years ago, if you said a movie from A24 was coming out, I was like, when is it coming out? I'm watching I it. still I'm get excited. There. I get mildly excited, but there okay. are some that I have not watched. If I went to A24 right now, I bet. Let's look. A24. Let's see what movies came out. I'm not going to see men, probably. Let's see what movies came out last year. Did you see Z-Way or Mr. Corman? No. Or Phoebe Robinson? What? No. What about in 2019? Did you see the confession tapes? Did you see Exhibit A? Did you see Rami Yorsef's feelings? No. Did you see My Favorite Shapes? But look at this, right? We got 2022 films. You have men, not great. Everything Everywhere All at Once, great. X, not great. After Yang, I heard it was good. The Sky is Everywhere, haven't seen it. Tragedy of Macbeth, probably good. The Humans, heard it was good. Red Rocket, yeah. It's, you know, I still get excited to see it, but I'm not going to watch everything. I also will give you the caveat that I was just looking at things that were made for TV from May 24. Oh, uh, yeah. It sounded like <laughs> stuff that was TV shows, so I didn't want to say anything. I was, I was confused. I had never <laughs> heard of anything, so it just proved my point. So uh-huh, I was okay uh-huh. with it. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, the, the, like, come on, come on was supposed to be yeah. great. Lamb was supposed to be great. We Green Knight was great. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see Zola. I didn't see Val. False positive. Minari was great. Minari yeah. was great. Now there's like for everyone that's good, there's one that I don't care about. For for sure. Where it used to be, 100%. I cared about every single one. Yep, yep, yep. I totally understand that. Anyway, would you like to say anything else about everything, everywhere, all at once? I'm good. We talked about it. Guys, I hope you like the new angle that I'm shooting at. Hopefully next week, when I reset this whole thing up, it'll be similar. We'll see what happens. You can, I think I have faith that you're going to nail it once again, Marcus. I liked it. I like this. I feel like I look good. Very confident. It took a lot of work. And you know what? The Patreon helped, guys. You guys helped because I was able to get a new camera. It was great. Not directly Mar- because the Patreon Marcus, is still... You're, you, keep feeling, more money. you keep feeling for time because you think I'm judging what you're saying, but I'm waiting for you to ask, our, ask my, the question. So we I know, but I just... You know what? I have, I was feeling self-conscious. Okay? I know why. This is but for the audience. I couldn't validate you because I, I had nothing else to say. I don't need, I need you to you validate to do the next me. I need segment. the audience to validate me, Nick. They literally can't. This is a podcast. <laughs> Get in the comments. <laughs> okay, Nick. Uh, I have some questions for you. I'm here. I'm ready. Did you like the movie? I did. I loved it. Nice. Would you recommend the movie? I would recommend this movie to everyone. I don't think everyone's going to get it. I think there's a good chunk of people who aren't going to get it. I would Mm -hmm. say 40% of audiences at the very least. That's fair. But... I think it's worth the chance of probably getting it. So even the people that I'm not sure, I think should go watch it. Because if you do get it, one of the best movies of this year, easy, Mm -hmm. if not even longer. Yeah. And if you don't get it, well, then you're a fool and you're dumb. I don't care. Well, I don't care about having wasted your time. Except for Lexi. I love her. I was going to say, I wanted to give you an out. I was waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And Nick, there probably won't be a sequel to Everything Everywhere All at Once. But will you watch another movie from the Daniels? I think so. My only concern is... I feel like now they can do whatever they want. And sometimes that scares me from Mm -hmm. a filmmaker because I feel like they're going to be expected to be crazy, even crazier. And it does like like I think Hereditary to Midsommar is a great example of like I, I I understood what you're trying to do. But yeah. it seems like it seems like more of a reaction to what people said about Hereditary than about what you would make as a film. As a, yeah, but yeah. I know you're a good filmmaker and you could make something that I would have liked yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you worked in a vacuum, I think the success of this movie. But 
but it was so flawless i don't really fucking mm-hmm. know i don't know yeah i have yeah. no idea but i'm gonna watch it yes i i feel that i feel like the uh, midsummer hereditary con- connection is good because yeah midsummer is a is sort of like a more refined version of hereditary yeah or get out us you know mm-hmm. that's another one yeah where, like i liked us i enjoyed it but it, it felt like get out was him really like pronouncing i am here i am jordan peele and then when he made us it's like i made another one <laughs> yeah 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 us felt like it was too explaining it held the audience's hand too much and thought they were dumb and i was like we yeah. everyone loved get out and you know but that's because he made it in a vacuum right yeah yeah. And they so. made this in the vacuum. Nobody was waiting for this from them. Nobody was expecting anything out of this movie. They made it. And then it was like, oh, everyone should see it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, so because we'll of that, happens. everyone's going to want it. They're expecting their second film. So expectations are hard. We'll see what happens. Almost nobody nails it. But it was everyone, right? Like, I know this movie made good money, but it didn't make a Marvel movie money. So, like, this is true. I'm surprised who's it make more. You're, Maybe you're right. just it people only, who like made, this kind of stuff will watch it and continue to appreciate it the box office says 85 million that's not a lot Mm-mm. yeah considering how cheap lot. it was to make it that's a great profit but do you think this is gonna get any oscar nominations i i sci-fi? think it has to it's very there's no sci-fi. way it doesn't it's too good and i feel like yeah we're gonna get all the artsy fartsy stuff right like that's like oh yeah someone just a white man screamed for an hour let's give him an oscar right like we're gonna get that stuff for sure. Yeah. But I think this wow. will also Michelle be Michelle Yo getting the Oscar for this movie, that would be amazing. I would love that. That's That'd my fucking vote. I'll I'll buy a poster. And she would deserve it. She fucking killed it. Guys, join the Patreon. If we get to a million dollars, we'll we'll buy a billboard at Times Square for Michelle Yo to win an Oscar. <laughs> Okay, for this movie, that's gonna cast. That's gonna t- take most of that money, but one hundred percent, one hundred percent. If that's 100%. if that's what you want to do, or we'll I'm just passionate. look like one day, we'll do a one day billboard. We'll use one day eighty uh, percent of the million dollars for a billboard. Marcus, can we? Like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Talk to me. That's What's still, going on? Talk to me away from the I, podcast. What's going on? What's well? I just that's, that's twenty thousand dollars. We could have twenty thousand. No, it's not. Yeah, that's. Well, Two hundred. I can't do math right now. It's a lot that's more money than two hundred thousand dollars. That we yeah, hundred percent. So stop it? complaining, Nick. So that's a hundred thousand. Shut I'll the fuck up. So eighty percent of the money of the million dollars will go to a billboard in Times Square for Michelle Yeoh to get an Oscar. Shout out to the Patreon.com, Patreon.com/slash Now Try This Cast today. You can yeah. also tweet at us and Instagram us at Now Try This Cast. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. If you have Twitch Prime, you can. Go watch us live most Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at mm-hmm. twitch.tv slash now try this cast. We will not be here next week, but we will be the week after to do the TV show, the first season of Starstruck. Starstruck. It's a TV yeah. show that you want me to watch. It's called Starstruck Baby. Have you watched the new series in a Stranger Things? I am starting at the beginning with Lexi. We're oh, on wow. episode three or four. Well, I watched the first season. And one episode of season two, I think, maybe two. Okay. I just fell off, and now I'm too far behind to catch up. And she's never seen it, so I was like, oh, "I'll start over." Okay, yeah. cool. That's that's the best way to do it. I feel like season three has a lot to do with season one, season four, one, whatever season it is. Sure. So, good job, Nick. You did you did good. And now I but, guess I have to end the podcast. Yeah, that's you. I already told. Nah, them we to, could just keep streaming and talking. <laughs> I already told okay. him to keep. I already well, told him everyone, since Nick continues to talk so much, um, <laughs> I guess it's my job to end the podcast here. Thank you for joining us. Remember to go out there and try some things. Good night. <laughs> Good night. All the friends get together.
Phone's good. My Twitch is good. I got a wiki. Okay. I got my audacity. I Are you ready? Good, bro. Okay. I'm gonna I start recording. So. Oh no! What am I giving you? Fuck me. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna start. Uh, I'll give you another minute. Yeah, give me one minute. Give me one minute. Diary of a wimpy kid actor who killed mother. No, also that's targeted Justin Trudeau. Oh. What the fuck? Do, 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 Thor: do. Love and Thunder. When's that come out? Another couple weeks, I think. You know what? Fuck it. I, I know what I'm gonna give you. July eighth. That's pretty cool. I hold the rights to change it until you ask me what I'm giving you, but I think I know. So I'm okay. Ready. Sounds good. I don't care if you change it, Marcus. <laughs> I'm gonna change it. You can't do anything about it. Right? <laughs> oh no, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm gonna fuck play that. the song now. <laughs> 